Can you hear me? Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 37. Joined always by my colleagues, Trey McNinch, Dylan Bedham, and Tucker McNinch. How are we doing, boys? Fantastic. You're doing well. Great, <laughs> great job opening the show, you, Cam. You forgot to introduce yourself. Nope, doesn't matter who I am. <laughs> I am the man, the myth, the legend. He just Cam has takes. Um, I'm going to be running the show today. So <laughs> I thought you were just doing an intro. I didn't know you were running episode. the show. I didn't know you were running the show. I thought right, you were just going to be running the show still. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be wilding out still, so you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the Patrice Bergeron episode, episode 37. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, Cam wanted to do the intro, but this is a big week because football is back. Let's two days. Go. God knows if it'll, if it'll last with COVID, but it's back. It's been a long time. We suffered through five months of literally nothing to talk about. We started the show during football season. Our first episode was entirely football. Oh, our first I don't think four we talked, episodes. I don't think we talked about any of these sport until the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah so, I just sat in the back and didn't really say much. Well, this is – we are, uh, I think, a primarily football pie. I think most of the ways it takes have been football-related. during mine other have. sports seasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely mine have been. Um, it's been a crazy lead-up to the season, but we're here. Um, and this week is a big week because we're doing our NFL preview. We're locking in our picks for the playoffs. No going back now. Cam needs to figure out a way to get 25 teams in the playoffs. So I'm very excited to see the hoops he jumps through to do that. Um, but let's start off, as always, with winners and losers. Um, I didn't do a poll. Forgot. So we don't have a poll for that. For Ooh, I take. think you lose a point for that. Listen, anybody can do it, all right? I'm not the I'm not the only one with access to social media, but we got that. Oh, winner, the podcast. We're in a new podcast studio, Tucker's new house. We are we are recording together for the first time in a while. We've all been pretty busy, so. But uh, any I had a loser, but I can't remember it. Oh, I have a winner. Well, it's not a winner yet, but it's ba- I'm a no. I'm gonna say it's a winner. I said the Heat were beating the Bucks, and the Heat are going to beat the Bucks tonight. The series is over. Congratulations to me. Congratulations to Cam as well as our resident There's Heat fan. Like, hey, please do not jinx my team. <laughs> There's 10 minutes left. They're only up by eight. Hey, I love it. I got them in my bet tonight, so I believe in them. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people had the Heat, but that's the you, you called it out, and Cam's a fan, so you I guys are winners. Heard. I called it out before either team even I'm made the next round. I said the Heat are being the Bucks in the next round. Cam? I got a winner. What's your winner? Myself. <laughs> myself for saying Ryan Fitzpatrick would be the starter this year. Oh, for now, yeah. So I have a loser for myself. Oh, no, no. Like he's the official. No, but he's the starter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a, it's a winner. Win. It's a winner. You're right. So I am not going to give myself a winner because I'm a bigger man than that. I would give myself a loser because I had several takes about Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> and Jarrett Stidham is not the starting quarterback. Therefore, he will not be a top 10 quarterback in the league. Uh, he had a sucky camp. He got injured. He's just going to ride the bench under Cam Newton. So, uh, yeah, I'll give myself a loser well, there. We just heard that he went and got tested like, oh, I have an injury. And it turns out he wasn't hurt. 
Well, he was hurt. He was, probably didn't break anything. I was. That was he had a problem. soft tissue injury. I think. I think yeah, he's no, just a pussy. It was, it was a bruise. Yeah. No, I've had. I was high on the Stidham train after Brady left, and now I'm very low on him because he went away for a couple weddings, missed some workouts, yeah. didn't look good in camp. I'm. I got hurt. Well, he was underprepared. Got hurt. Hurt. Wasn't actually hurt, and is too soft to play through it. I'm sounds out like on he Stidham. just. Sounds like he sucks. So, Cam, have have fun on the bench. Go ahead, Cam. I want to give a special. I want to give a specialty winner, Dylan Benham. Oh wow! Um, for uploading these shows this week, and for making the captions, uh, they're funny. You <laughs> you relate to the episode well, and I want to give you a winner for that. Thank you, thank that, you. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I used it's to the, help you out on that, and I just stopped. It's the create. I mean, like the first three or four, maybe. Yeah. I just stopped. Yeah, it's it's a, you've done excellent job since it's since a, taking it over. Creativity. <laughs> I need like to uh, I read them. Add to the pod. Dylan and I pull our weight. Definitely. I'll say that. <laughs> Dylan and I pull our weight. Dylan handles the technicals. I handle the socials. Not as well as Me I should. Me and Cam do our research. Ah. We're the most researched members of the pod. I think if cut, since it's NFL we do, cuts. We do research. We do we're the, on, we're the on-field, on-field correspondents. Exactly. You're most, up in the booth. I think, I think that if. Speaking of the I, NFL, who we just had cuts, I think if this podcast had cuts, Dylan and I are making the TV. You guys, are, you guys play, are battling for a spot. You guys are play-by-play. Play, we're analysts. I think you guys are battling for a spot. <laughs> if, if we're going to a three-man podcast, you guys are battling for a spot. But All right, let's get into ways to takes. Um, I have a doozy one. I can lead off. But does anyone want to go first? No, go for it. All right. So Patriots just traded Muhammad Sanu, or cut Muhammad Sanu. Last year they traded a second rounder for him. Now, these draft picks are valuable to most teams. They're not valuable to the Patriots, and I'll tell you why. Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time, probably the greatest coach of all time. They should rename the Lombardi Trophy the Belichick Trophy. He is a terrible GM. He's a terrible GM. If you look at his drafting to start, when is the last time he has had a first-round pick that has actually made a difference? Dante had Tyron Chandler. Exactly, in 2011. That's a long – that's nine years. I'll give you that. Now, you can say maybe Isaiah Wynn, the tackle they drafted two years ago. Nikhil Harry's popping off Nikhil this year. Nikhil Harry stinks. I, I so Sony Michelle stinks. I saw a stat on uh, Nikhil Harry today. He had the um, worst – in single coverage, he has the lowest rate in the entire league of getting open. By pro <laughs> All you have to do is – At 11% of plays where he's single covered, he gets open. Do you know who was drafted after him? DK Metcalf, Nicole Hardman, Debo Samuel. So many of these great – the only receiver drafted ahead of him was Hollywood Brown. That's it. And then he was the second receiver drafted. He stinks. And then you look at Belichick's personnel moves. Now, with this whole situation where Cam is now the starter, they had no plan at quarterback. They had This proves they had no plan because as soon as they, they Cam was sitting there in June unsigned and they knew they could get him for a one-year deal, they didn't plan that. If it was Dalton sitting there, they would have got Dalton. They just knew that they thought they put all their chips in on Stidham. He stinks. They had no plan for quarterback, no contingency plan. They should have re-signed Brady. They didn't want to pay him, and Brady was unhappy here because Belichick is, like I said last week, my take was Belichick was a dick to him. So they, it, he's, his personnel moves, especially in the skill positions, have been so bad. I mean, and they don't have a kicker. They don't have a kicker. 
They just he's not a good GM. He's a great coach. He's not a good GM. They need to bring they have Nick Casario there who's technically the GM. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but it seems like Bill gets like 60% of the say on these things. He's a bad GM. Somebody needs to come in and help him out. He can he can do he's good he's good got a good eye for talent because he finds undrafted guys like JC Jackson and like uh Jonathan Jones and guys like that who are good at undrafted players, but he can't spot talent early in the draft. He can't use his draft picks effectively, and he can't bring any free agents that make any difference. So when's the last time we had a big free agent signing? Antonio Brown? Yeah, that worked out. Like I I Cam just, Newton. Okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Cam Newton could be good. I would not be surprised Best if his team won ten twenty twenty. I go. I would be surprised well, if his team won ten games. And he was. This, uh, I'll give. Comeback. I'll give you. A, I'll give you an overarching question. Do you think Bill is just uh, you know not into it as much as he uh, used to be? Is he? Is he? Uh, is he weaned out? No, Lost maybe. Maybe, but I don't think so. I think if anything, he's more motivated now than ever to prove because I think he hates Tom Brady and I think he wants to <laughs> prove that he's the reason they were successful. Likewise, I think Brady hates Belichick and wants to prove that they were he was the reason they were successful. But I don't think he's he's lost interest because this has been happening for ten years now. We haven't been able to to put like homegrown talent on the field for ten years. Like you think about the, the he was good in the early two thousand early two thousand tens. He got McCourty, he got Gronk, he got Hightower, Jones. But the big the best free agency signing they've had since then is Stephon Gilmore. That's the only one that's worked out like really well. And he's gonna have to get paid in the next two years, and got they're not gonna pay him. There's no way they pay him. They hate paying their guys. They hate keeping their guys. They can't draft. They can't grow talent. He, they, his entire roster is based on finding these diamonds in the rough that don't get drafted, and it's not gonna work. It's I just think not that, gonna work. I think that, especially at the quarterback. That, well, that's been the business model for the team forever was to, you know. Build up guys that you find for cheap, and then and bring in guys who are like disgruntled veterans. Yeah, and yeah. and and learn them the Patriots way. That's kind of been the the whole mindset for fifteen years now. Yeah, no, I like that aspect of it. I like him bringing in guys but like yeah, Corey Dillon and Randy Moss. But these guys aren't long term guys. These guys were on the team for three years and then gone. But that's what that's what they do. That's how you build teams to win. Like well, that. you always had the stability of Brady at quarterback, yeah, and now you, you no longer so have that. Yeah. Exactly. So that's my take. Bill Belichick, bad GM. Um, Tucker, I just wanted to start off with a question for you as well. Sure. Do you ever want to win the Wasted Take of the Week again, or have you just given up on that at this point? I've given up on that. I'm just giving my takes as I see fit. I think this is a good take. I think it's a it's a hard-hitting take. I don't think it's a soft take. I'm never critical of Belichick. Call the heavy hitters. I have never been critical of Belichick. This is me being critical of him. I think he needs help at GM. Well, I disagree with you, actually. Okay. Because what is a GM's job? Put the best talent on the field. Put down a team that can win a Super Bowl. Time in and time out. What has Bill Belichick done every year for the last 18 years? Okay, well. He has built Super Bowl caliber teams. Okay. It doesn't matter if there's certain players that don't work out because there's players that do work out. He finds the right players that fit his system Make his team a championship-caliber team every single year. I don't think you can ask for any more out of a GM. I can't see any uh, GM getting fired. It's like, hey, you won six Super Bowls over your 20-year career and uh, made it to the Super Bowl another three times and win your division every single year. I don't think there's a single team that wouldn't want that guy as a GM. That's just my personal thoughts. So I don't think Tucker's wrong. 
the only way that he would that Trey would be right too would be if the team crumbles without Brady. So yeah, that was going to be my point. Because if the team crumbles without Brady, then you can say that maybe it wasn't so much of uh, build uh, building a team. It was so much that they had yeah. such a good foundation in Brady for I years. I don't think that's fair to say if it's, you just base it off this year purely because... No, not this no, year. In the coming okay, years. okay, in the coming years. Because I was about to say, we lost a lot more than Tom Brady. But no, but here's the thing is... Now the chickens are coming home to roost because he's been such a bad drafter for the past 10 years. Exactly. You have nobody you've built up on the roster. All the guys you've drafted are – most of the guys you've drafted that were good are gone. Solder, Gronk, Brady uh, – not Brady, but uh, like those guys are gone. Um, you know, it's just to me, it's like we need to get better in the draft if we're going to have success. And I like some of the guys I drafted. I like Duggar. I like Uche. I like those guys, but on the offensive side of the ball, man. I mean, you think about those Super Bowl teams. You had think about the, those receiving cores for like the say like 2016. It was Edelman who was a diamond in the rough who they got lucky on. It was Hogan who is okay. He's not great. It was Amendola who was a free agent. Both those guys free agents when they came in and not like highly touted ones. Both those guys, Hogan and Amendola. Would never be as good at anywhere else as they no, were. No, and they game. weren't. They and left, and they weren't. And that's why that system is so well. Plus, because they have Brady. So. I think that Brady was a big part of right. the reason they were able to get by with these bottom of the barrel talent. And now that Brady's gone, and you have the most valuable position on the team, not stocked with somebody that you have grown or you can grow, because Stidham clearly doesn't hack it. That's where they're in trouble. Cam Belichick, bad GM. What do you think? You're muted. Muted. You are very much muted. Every time. You're still muted? Yeah, I actually totally agree with you, Trey. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, Trey, I agree with you, buddy. Um, I think Bill Belichick sticks to one role, and I don't even think he tries to play GM that often. So that's where I kind of differ from you a little bit. He would be a bad team, and he's too old at this point, unless he wants to Jerry Jones it and never win because he's – Nuts. Um, I think yeah, he's he's strictly head coach material. Um, I don't think he like. I, I, obviously, he wants to get involved. He wants to have a say. But at the end of the day, I think Robert Kraft makes the decisions in terms of, um, you know, he obviously hears everybody out. But in terms of draft and and everything else, I think Robert Kraft's the one to to really, you know put his foot down. I think Bill kind of holds his own place, um, but when he does get involved, I think it makes things worse. So yeah, I do do agree with you, Trey. So a couple things on that. Um, I don't think Kraft has a single thing to do with the draft. I think think that's all Belichick. He's a puppet. But no, I think that Kraft is in in play with with guys he likes. Like Brady wanted to leave after the Eagles Super Bowl. Kraft stepped in and said no. Belichick wanted to trade Brady. Kraft stepped in and said no. Belichick wanted to trade Gronk. Kraft stepped in and said no. So I think there's there's a problem there as well that uh, maybe Belichick is trying to throw because Kraft keeps stepping in on these moves. I mean, Tucker, I know you're a big fan of the trade Brady back in 2015 or 16 um, and keep Garoppolo. Belichick wanted to do that. Belichick wanted to trade Gronk before Super Bowl 53. He wanted to maximize what they could get. I mean, they probably would have bungled the draft picks anyway, so who cares? It just to me, it's it, it, it's it's a bad trend when you haven't drafted a good first rounder in ten years. But 
Tucker, ways to take. take yeah. So um, there's been a lot of comeback player of the year talks here. Cam's talked about Antonio Brown. Trey's talked about Cam Newton. Nope. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky, sorry. Alex and Smith was me. Alex Smith was Dylan. Cam Newton's been throwing around. I'm going to throw a dark horse at you. And know what? It's not even going to be a QB. The comeback player of the year this year is going to be David Johnson. Ooh. Oh. I think him on the Texans, hear me out. The Texans are a one-back offense. They just lost their number one receiver, so I think they'll be more dependent on the run game. You never know with Deshaun Watson. He's a mobile quarterback. It can help out the running game a lot. I mean, Mark Ingram thrived under. Um, David Johnson's Robert. good at those little, Ooh. like, Lamar pass Jackson. Plays. Exactly. He's also he's a good receiving back. I think, and he's a talented player that was playing a terrible system with a terrible offensive line. He's trying to prove himself. He's trying to prove himself. I like this attitude. Bill O'Brien loves him. Trade away DeAndre Hopkins for him. That's just a. He's just a. Don't get me wrong. He's just a a bonehead. (laughs) But but he likes him, and I think he's going to be used a lot this year. I think David Johnson's going to be the comeback player of the year. Dylan. I, I love this take. Um, not be, just because I like him. Uh, he's also I also had a, a, a fruitful pick in uh, uh, fantasy with David Johnson. Hopefully, uh, should but we get Duke Johnson? I I <laughs> it help. <laughs> could be could be um, same team. Dean Johnson scares uh, me. But the Texans the Texans are such a garbage dumpster fire of a team. Bringing in a guy that is uh, wants to prove himself on a team that's just not been like always having problems. Maybe he thinks that he's the guy, and if they can't throw the ball anymore because they lost their number one running or wide receiver, he might be in the driver's seat to put up some big numbers. There we go. And Deshaun Watson, he can play football. So if he's got somebody he can throw to and hand off to, and that's basically all they got, and they're a pretty decent team on the line, so. To I'm, the all in on, I'm all in on uh, on David Johnson. So, to the gamblers, put some money on that. I bet there's good money on him for comeback player of the year. Easy. Easy money. So I am firmly anti-David Johnson. <laughs> I have been for a long time. Drafted I, him in a league? I never year? did. I never <laughs> drafted him in a league. I did. But I've seen him drafted so many times high and just not perform to what he's supposed to. And so that made me not dislike him. So I did. I actually did draft him this year in one of my leagues. Good call. Um, I do think he'll be better. I don't think he'll be comeback player of the year. I just don't. I think he's vastly overrated. I haven't seen anything. I mean, out he, of him. he has to put up number one running back numbers to yeah. get comeback. And there's of the no year. way that happens, Maybe especially in that the- in that offense where where you just paid Deshaun Watson and he's he's your cowbell. Like he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. It will be useful for him to have some sort of running game. Um, I just. I, I have no faith in that guy. I've seen him flame out too many times. I think he's very, very overrated. I think he'll be better. I do not think he'll win comeback player of the year. I think it's Mitchell Trubisky's award. <laughs> but uh, Cam, what do you think? Tucker, I think this is one of the worst takes you ever had, honestly. <laughs> um, David G- is a wash. He's a bust. We'll he's see. done. He had one good year with the Cardinals, maybe two. Um, he's done. You go to the Texans and you die. Like <laughs> Arian Foster was the only good play, only good running back to ever play for the Titans or for the Texans. And like, now that's, David that's Johnson. a fact. And he was much better than David Johnson. We'll so, see. 
You do have to think about the amount of running backs. Last year, the running What? They've had a ton of running backs, too, that have been, like, solid. Like, they had – didn't they have a Jai in there for a little bit? And they had uh, Duke Johnson in there. I mean, these are, like – they had – they had Duke Johnson. They had Carlos Hyde. Neither of them really worked out. They don't have a great offensive line. And the biggest problem is the head coach. And the fact that anyone would make a take about the Texans that is good – is disgraceful because they will never succeed in anything because they are terrible. They are AFC South garbage. They're always going to be the team in the AFC South that might limp into the playoffs, maybe make a wild card spot and never do anything with their lives. And David Johnson's not going to be a part of any of it because he sucks. And this is all I'm saying. Arian Foster, one of the best running backs, top 10 I've seen in my lifetime. And it's unfortunate that he had an injury because he would have been great. But dude, David Johnson is nowhere near his level, and he's not going to be anything in this league. We'll I'm, see. I'm always here for Cam's Texans hate. I don't know why you hate the Texans so much, but, I mean, valid points. So a rare disagreement from the Cam and Tucker camp, who are usually hand-in-hand in their takes. <laughs> so, uh, Cam, do you have a waste to take for us? You know what? Tucker, Tucker and I have been a little bit in a disagreement lately. Like the past few rounds, if you pay attention, we we haven't really been agreeing lately, and I want to get back on that. So Tucker, let's let's offline this. Let's go. And let's talk. <laughs> let's give give me a good take here. Give me something to agree with. All right, let's go. Okay, so so this is a crazy one. Um, the Big Ten is not going to be playing this year. Um, it's really unfortunate because I'm a diehard Ohio State fan. I went to Florida State, but since birth I've been an Ohio State fan. Okay, so that's more years than the four years I was in college at FSU. So if Florida State and Ohio State played in the championship, I would root for Ohio State. Wow! But they're not playing, and it breaks my heart really badly. However, Florida State's still going to play. So that, that gives me some sort of hope. I got a couple of teams that nobody can say that I'm bandwagon for because I have connections to them. However, this take is going to be something special. For the first time in the playoff era, we're going to see a team outside of the Big Ten, outside of the ACC, outside of the SEC, win the national championship. Oh. Do you have you a have team, team in mind? mind? Oh, wow. Jinx. <laughs> wow. Nope. No. No team. No team in mind. No, I'm not I'm not getting that specific because I I I've, I've hurt myself in the past with specific teams in specific positions and it in and, and in future reference it, it makes me I got makes a, it harder I got for me team. to validate my takes. I got I'm a team. saying that the Big Ten obviously is out. ACC or SEC is not winning the national championship this year. All right. I got a team. What's your team? Hawaii Tech Sharks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii Tech Sharks, Pac-12. Um, Pac-12 isn't the Well, okay, so, so let's, let's, let's actually entertain this idea. So Is Big 12 playing? Pac-12. Is the Big 12 oh. playing well? I think so. Cam says yes. So yes. Yes, they are. What? What? 
other team is of caliber to be in that position? None. School? The answer is none. This is a bad take. This is a bad take. It's so who's playing? Who? What, what conferences Why are is playing? <laughs> because the SEC Big and 12 the, is still playing. The SEC and the ACC are too strong. They always have good teams. They through the through the entire. Maybe one of them will make it. Some outsider will make it to the uh, college football playoff. But there's no way. It's a fact that some outside team has to make it this year because there's only three Power Five teams playing or leagues playing. Yeah, I know Georgia and Alabama making in this. I just don't. I don't think that a team outside of these Power Five conferences are going to be able to do anything against. It was SEC, ACC, and what? And Big Ten, Big Twelve, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and then Cam. Who was it outside of which conferences? The SEC, ACC, and who? Big Twelve is still playing. So Big Big Twelve is still playing. Okay. Big Twelve, ACC, SEC, and then um, Mountain West, American. Is that the UCF? Mac. And then Independent. No, Mac's canceled. Max cancel. Bro, there's plenty of leagues playing. Any Republican states are still playing. Not to get political. <laughs> no, but so I just think that SEC teams are too strong. And ACC, I mean, ACC, you've got Clemson who's been in it basically every single year. And you've got Trevor Lawrence coming back, a married man, looking to looking to make that bank for his wife. Um, <laughs> he could suck, though. It could Wasn't suck because of the wife. <laughs> Whoa. Wasn't it you that said married men are not going to play as well? I, 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 yeah. In the NFL, that was the that was the caveat to my take. College doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I just think these teams are too strong. I think you've got perennial champions like Alabama. Watch out for the Gators this year. Gators defense is looking strong. I'm hearing. Uh, but there's there's just no way that a team outside of the big three conferences that are still left are going to win. I mean, there's just no way. Cam, so it was outside of the SEC, ACC, and Big Ten? Yeah. Okay, so Big 12's on the board. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big 12's still in in picture. Yes, yes. We've got I'm all on the Texas train, baby. Texas sucks. You know what? I'm going to be a Texas fan this year. I'm going to be the resident Texas fan. Sam Ellinger, Heisman hopeful. We got this. Hook them. Horns down. Every Hook them, baby. Let's go. We're back. <laughs> every, Hook them. Hook them horns. Every, Hook them, baby. Every single year. Hook them anyone. Every single year, everyone's like, Texas That's is back. Fine. Watch out. Texas, Texas is, back. is back this year. And I might buy suck. a jersey. And they suck. I'm going to buy a jersey. So, uh, Dylan, any thoughts to this take? I know you're not a big college football fan. but I'm Also, gonna... wait. Okay. I'm getting a Joe Burrow. Cam's getting a Joe Burrow jersey. Fantastic. I'm going to go... We'll, we'll talk about that later. I'm going to go Fighting Irish. They're independent. I'm going for the old Notre yes. Dame. Yes! And they're going to they're gonna make it and they're going to win. Never going to... That's my team. I'm so happy I that I'm the only I one against this take because I'm going to be so right and I can't wait. Remember the last time we talked about the national championship on this show, Cam? You still owe me $100 from that. You, but I also showed you really good time that one time. <laughs> yeah, that was before the bet. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dylan, do you have a waste of time for us? You did. It was a good time. R.I.P. Dirt. 
I do. I'm going to bring up something that we have you not. Want to explain what happened? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wait, wait Trey. Up, Trey. Wait, wait, wait. Trey, update on Dirt. They got bought out by another club. So another club is going to open up there. So but it's we might be dirt. all right. But it's not Dirt. We'll save the we'll save the hundred dollars in bar bucks till they open up. Uh, Dylan, go ahead. All right. Bar bucks. So I'm gonna bucks anywhere. Are we finished here? I've been waiting. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm gonna uh, take this podcast to a place you've never been before. We are gonna talk tennis. Oh no, Matt. Dylan, can you ever <laughs> pick a normal sport to have your ways to take about? Tennis, tennis, baby. I don't know if you heard you heard about uh, Djokovic Novak. Uh, the other day. In the U.S. Open, got DQ'd for unintentionally rifling a tennis ball at a line judge, hitting her in the throat, howling out in pain. He she, went over she like sold that he, though. That's true. She's a baby. But he walked over like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry. She doesn't have to go to the hospital, right?" And he ended, he ended up getting kicked out. And tennis, man, there's something about tennis. The competitors. The athletes that play tennis are hot heads. Crazy. They are nuts. I would I would take a hot-headed uh, tennis player who's like deep into I don't even know how the game set match works. I don't know. They play three hours of matches or whatever. I'll take one of those guys over UFC fighter any day. But my take is not that. My take. Oh, I, was <laughs> I, I mean, that's a waste to take a winner I right mean, there. That is that's I, a winner. But. They have some unbelievable energy, passion, and just filled with utter hate when they're not playing well. And I'm going to say tennis players are the most hot-headed, heated athletes out there in the world right now. Okay. I like this take. This is a solid take. Uh, I think Cam wants to go as he's aggressively playing. <laughs> All right, Cam. Go ahead. Can I can I not speak as the only varsity tennis athlete on this podcast? Yeah, but we all know why you played tennis Thanks. senior year. Wait, I didn't know that. What? There were two reasons. There's a girl. Was on there team. a hot girl? <laughs> <laughs> was there a hot girl right, Cam. Two reasons. One. Okay. First of all, the boys' tennis team and the girls' tennis team never. Played together. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Played so together. Played reason. something Shut together up. with a couple balls. <laughs> Two reasons. One, I didn't want to play a lacrosse player my whole life. I didn't want to play lacrosse for Monument, our arch rival, Screw because Monument. that was the only option. All Second, my homies hate Monument. Because I wanted to stay active, but I also wanted to do something that didn't require sprinting at practice. Like theater. So I played tennis, and I went away at first – but as the athlete I am, I decided that I wanted to play in the matches, so I was determined to practice until I was good enough. And obviously, it didn't take that long. I'm very good at what I do, which is everything. <laughs> Shout out and to I was actually. I can. Oh, no, 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 no! I can attest to this. So, so back to the point, Dylan. I I think you're completely right. In some regard, where when tennis players, like, the frustration that I felt while playing tennis was actually, like, more than a lot of, like, all the other sports I played. Basketball, I didn't really care about anything. It's Football, so, it's I so felt frustration, but I could take it off. You play by yourself, and there's nobody else to help you. It's a, such an individual sport, and it's fast-paced. No, You're no, playing by yourself, no, and there's no one to help you. I'm, I'm, I am 
be helping you out with this point. I'm no, just saying. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> the the most frustrating I would get is when I was the kind of kid that would just hit the serve like I would hit the serve back. I wouldn't place it anywhere. I would just I would be able to run and hit it back. I wouldn't put any spin on it. I would just every shot you gave me, I would put it back. And I played one kid, and he was better than me, and he put it back at the same. And we would play like. We played like an hour and a half of a match of just me hitting, me and him hitting it back and forth like fucking pansies. And it got me so mad and he didn't get mad, but I got so mad where I would just try to pin it and I would hit the net and I would hit it over his head and I would chuck my racket and I got so mad. And tennis is by far the sport that gave me the most anger of every of everything, and I, I agree with you in that aspect. All right, well, now look, look at what's his face, um, uh, the 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 guy from the eighties that was insane, McEnroe. Yeah, Johnny McEnroe. The dude was crazy. Johnny McEnroe. <laughs> yeah, they, like I don't know. There's something about tennis players, man. They get heated. So so now that Cam's rambling, done rambling about tennis, and the only reason he played was to check out girls, and that's a fact that we all know. Um, I, I like this take because I, I actually played tennis very recently. I played with John yesterday. I played Sunday with my girlfriend, and I was ready to friggin' murder someone. Mm. I, I went out there, and I was like, you know what? How hard I, can this be? What, Cam? I'll crush you in tennis, Trey. Yes, you will. You I need suck. A, wasted takes drag. tennis match. We have right after we, we have did, organized so many events that will never happen. <laughs> right after, you know what? No, right after the beer pong tournament and the golf match and, and the, the long games and Olympics. the long games. <laughs> I'm gonna say we're gonna do the golf tournament this week. Way to takes golf tournament will be this week. Winner gets a point. Back to my point though. I played this week and I get a point. Wait, wait, Trey, humble brag. You got a girlfriend. Go ahead and announce it, bro. You know I just did. <laughs> I literally just did. I just talked about her. Shout out Christina. Maybe we'll but, play some doubles. Um, no. So I play and I like. How hard can this be? Like you just have to hit it over. I was crushing it over her head. I was hitting it into the net. I was. I couldn't. I couldn't return anything. Now, granted, she wasn't hitting me very good serves over the net, so <laughs> that's kind of on her. But. Um, I was I it's it's incredibly frustrating and I love this take because all you have to I have no idea what you said all you have to do <laughs> is look at like remember when Serena flipped oh, out oh yeah like, two years ago today screamed, like that was like two years ago today the, the, yeah the whatever the person's name is the breaking of the rackets I yeah. this is a subtly good take Thank I you. like this Thank take you. Dylan I will give you credit Tucker opinions on the take I love it. I think it's a good take. It makes sense. It's on brand for Dylan as our resident random sportsman. Exactly. Um, Outside of the big four, it goes to Dylan. Yeah. If <laughs> And next time we have breaking lacrosse news, Dylan will be all over it. But, um, I mean, I love the take. They are hotheads. I'm trying to think of anything. Maybe MLB pitchers would be the only thing I'd say is close Closers. To MLB closers. ML, yeah, MLB closers would be near that level, I'd say. But besides that, there's no – all-encompassing group that are all hotheads like tennis. You're 100 percent right that it's such a like it's because it's so individual. And, you feel and you're like sitting you're in a hundred degrees and for four hours hitting it back and forth, screaming. There's no sound. There's no. There's no sound in, in the place. They're not allowed to say a word, so it's just silent. You grunting and the other person grunting. Great take, Dylan. Love this take. 
hefty wasted take session. 35 minutes. My God. That has to be the record, I think. There's going to be a long episode. So, yeah. So, it. we're not really going to probably touch on anything other than the NFL just because we're going to run now out of time. Are we talking about the playoffs? I mean, we, I mean, Celtics blew a 2-0 lead, and now they're up 3-2. Uh, Heat look good. Lakers look good. What I else? just want LeBron to lose. Hey, hey, that that LeBron James guy is pretty good at basketball, huh? <laughs> um, but uh, any, what do you, what else do you want to talk about, Tuck? You got anything on the playoffs? I guess not. Uh, we'll just skip it. Okay, let's hey, go to football. We can talk about it next it's week. It's football week, baby. It's football. That's what I'm saying. What, Cam? What'd you say, Cam? I said I'm fine with just NFL playoffs. Yeah, NFL. I said I'm fine with just NFL play. This is our big. This is our big preview week. He's on a very much. Three, four second delay. So, let's do this. Let's final. This is our third time I think doing this. Final picks for the playoffs. Cam, I'm so ready for Cam to come in and and fit 20 teams in the playoffs. I, I can't <laughs> wait to hear the mental pretzel he's tied himself in. But so just to remind everyone, new format this year: three wild card teams. So. Oh, that throws me for a, a loop. Yeah, so there's you get an extra team to throw in there. That'll help Cam out big time. Um, do we want to go division by division, then wild card? Or do we want to just do everything, then everything? I think I think the biggest the biggest discussion go is gonna yeah. is gonna be Cam. So us three have to go quick. Um, all right, let's let's do division. So uh, let's start AFC. We'll start AFC East. Um, we'll work our way west. Um, so AFC East for me. It's it's tough because I'm such a homer, and uh, the Bills look good. The Dolphins and the and the Jets stink. I'm sorry, Cam. Dolphins are not making the playoffs. Uh, Fitzpatrick will suck it for four weeks, and then two will come in and probably look decent. Uh, they made some moves. I look look for them next year. Not this year. They're not ready yet. Uh, Jets are will always be bad, which I love. I hate the Jets. I hate the Jets. I don't mind the Dolphins. I actually like the Bills. The Bills look good this year. Defense looks good. Josh Allen could do something. Um, but you know what? I'm sticking with the team. I think the Pats have good enough coaching. I think they have just enough. Uh, I think Cam Newton is is going to have a good year. I think he's ready. I think he's more motivated than he's ever been. I think Belichick's more motivated than he's ever been. This Patriots team wins 10, 11 games. They win They win the division. They're, uh, they keep the streak alive, keep the 10-game winning streak alive. I'm going Pats to win the AFC East. Tucker, who's your pick for the AFC East? Yeah, so only one thing I disagree with you on the entire thing is Ryan Fitzpatrick sucking the first four games. Ryan Fitzpatrick is every year will have three to four games where he is a top ten quarterback in the league for some godforsaken reason. He'll start off this year hot. He'll they'll start off the year four and zero somehow, and then end up five and eleven. But I still gotta agree with you on the fact I think this Patriots division to lose. I think the Bills are good, but I don't think they're ever going to beat the Patriots. I don't know what it is about the Bills. I don't trust Josh just, Allen. That's what it is know. for me. And I don't. There's just something about that team. It's just like they could have all the pieces. I just don't think they could ever put it together. Uh, Dylan, do you have a pick for the AFC East? I, you know, when you said stuff about the Patriots and you're thinking so positively, this is kind of how I felt about the Sox at the beginning of their season. And they, <laughs> That's might, not a good they might be in dead last and never going to come out of that hole in the next 30 years. So, Patriots pick is a tough one. I, I want to go. I want to go. Bills win the division, and I hate to say it. Bills win the division. I tr- disclaimer to my pick. I would not be surprised at all if the Patriots win five games. I would not be surprised at all. 
they they could suck massively. They're either going to win the division or they're going to come in last. That's 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 how it is with this team this year. So Cam, I imagine you do not have the Patriots winning the AFC East this year. Hold for delay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I don't. I I I'm sticking with my original pick. Um, the Dolphins are going to win the division. I was I I originally said that Fitzpatrick <laughs> so is going to start the season and he's going to lead him. So you guys can laugh all you want, but this guy is going to lead the team. He knows this team more than anyone. This team has not changed. <laughs> Keep in mind that this Dolphins team only had one player over 30 years old starting last year. This team has not changed. So the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick played a whole season last year and they got rid of Josh Rosen because they trusted in somebody. Yes, Tua is probably going to be the starter next year because Fitzpatrick's probably going to retire. But he's going to retire on a playoff berth on his own. And that's that's what I got for you guys. I'm just I'm saying now, look at the look at the facts. Look at the stats. Look at the Dolphins team that beat the Patriots <laughs> last year. They they can do it. Anyone can do it. They can. They're going to go probably nine and seven. Doesn't even matter. They're still going to win because the Patriots going to seven and nine. So you're saying? But what about the Bills, Cam? What about the, the Bills? Back up the fact that the Dolphins hey. are the best team in the AFC East is one of the most laughable things I've heard on Wasted Take so far. I'll throw down a side pick, a side a side wager. Tua starting by week six. That's, would, that's my side wager on that. But let's go. Uh, AFC North. North or South? North? North. We'll do North. Uh, I mean, Ravens division to lose. This one's easy. Ravens are going to be head and shoulders above a lot of teams. It's Really, this is a two-team two, two conference between the Ravens and the Chiefs. Um, so I've got the Ravens winning it. Uh, keep an eye on the Browns. Maybe they'll make a, a move. Odell Beckham likes getting pooped on. That's a huge development. Oh, we, that might motivate him. Whoa. We de- I didn't hear about we this. Definitely need to you didn't hear about this? this? No. Yeah, I sent it yeah. in the chat. Let's touch on that real quick. Okay, real quick. Real quick um, on that. So that you remember that girl that went on the podcast talked about hooking up with the entire Suns team? Yeah. Well, that same podcast, they had another girl on who said she sent a video of her pooping to Odell, and then he flew her out and was like, don't take a shower for 24 hours. I don't want you to stink. And then he and then she pooped on him. So he likes getting pooped on, apparently. Cam's got the Beckham jersey up. He was <laughs> at his toilet paper. But uh, he's motivated now because there's some disrespect on his name. So keep an eye on the Browns. Uh, Bengals. Joe Burrow will have a good year, I think, but I think they're not ready yet. I don't. I, I really don't trust AD Green. I think he's about all you got out of him. Um, and then who's the other team in that division? Steelers. Steelers, garbage. Ben Roethlisberger's ancient. Um, so I say Ravens going away win this division. Uh, no competition there. Uh, Tucker, what do you think? Cleveland Steamers, keep an eye out for them or no? Um. Oh, now I understand. <laughs> That's not even my Steelers. joke. I can't. I can't make. I got that now. But I think that this is maybe this is the best division in the AFC, and I don't think it's that close. I think I'm gonna Probably. give this um to the best offense in the AFC North, which is the Cleveland Browns. I think they now have evolved to have the best defense I can't offense this. in the AFC North. They have a coach that's competent now. Stefanski's actually confident, unlike Freddie Kitchens, who was a big, dumb bitch. <laughs> um, 
How do you know Stefanski's competent, though? He's from because the Vikings. did you see what he did with the Vikings? They didn't have that much talent. They suck. I like Stefanski. I like the team. I think that they're. I think this could actually be good for them, and I think they're going to win the AFC North. I I've been on the podcast as a Lamar Jackson hater, and then kind of a Lamar Jackson fan, and now I'm a middle of the pack on Lamar. I think he's better than Baker, but Baker has better weapons around him in the running game, in the passing game, and everything. But I think that there's probably going to be two or maybe even three teams that make it out of this conference. And then the Bengals suck. Uh, Cam, are the are are the Ravens going to win it, or are the are the uh, Bengals going to make a push here? No, Ravens, Ravens got the division for sure. Wow. They got the two seed in the AFC. Um, Ravens for sure are going to win this division. Um, I do think, however, that the Bengals are going to they're, they're gonna make it. They're going to be the seventh seed in the AFC. We're not going to wild card yet. We're going to do wild card later. Hold that. Hold oh, that we're going to do wild card later? Yeah, hold yeah. that take. All right, my bad. Uh, right. Dylan. Ravens win for sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Ravens as well. I think that's a very safe bet on the Ravens. Yeah, I know. I'd say so. Tucker, you're crazy. Um, you, you, you've been anti-Lamar just this whole time. Yeah, you know what? I started it. I got to just keep it going at this point. I, I got to just – I, I got to be right at one point is my thought on it. Just wait. He's going to have one bad week and I'm going to be all I mean, over. if he breaks down, I don't know what they're going to do, but they're still probably going to win. AFC South. Um, I mean, you got – this one might give – this might be a close division. I don't know if it, you, I'd say best, but they're close. I think they're all close. I think the Texans have it. Um, I just think that they're too talented and they're too consistently – they too consistently make it to the playoffs and then lose in the first round. So I think the Texans make it. But uh, keep an eye on the Colts and the, the Titans as well. The Jaguars are getting Trevor Lawrence next year. Worst team in the NFL. They have zero shot. Um, so I'm going Texans in a, in a tough divisional battle between them, the Colts, and the Titans. Uh, Tucker? Yeah, um, I disagree with you on this. I think this is one of the most controversial um, divisions just because I think that I can see many teams winning this one. But I'm going to go with the Colts here. I like the Colts. I like to pick up Philip uh, Philip Rivers. I like uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think, and I like uh, was Pitt, is Pittman? Pittman, that? yeah, yeah, Michael Pittman. I think they had a very good off season, and they couple that with a great offensive line and a defense that was pretty good last year and I think that this team is a team that will give any team a run for their money I don't think they can win a Super Bowl with this team but I think that I know I don't think there's any team in the NFL that wants to play them they also have a really good head coach Frank Reich isn't talking about I do about like enough. Frank Reich a lot he um I he, mean he he was great with Jacoby Brissett if you think about the problems he's had to deal with he's had to deal with Andrew Luck coming off injury then he had to deal with Andrew Luck's retirement two days before the season, three days before the season. So he he and and if you remember halfway through the season last year, they were the two seed in the AFC East. I mean yeah. in the AFC. So they they they've done some stuff. Frank Reich's a good coach. Dylan, who do you got winning this division? Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Trey here. I'm gonna go Texans. It's gonna be real close between the Texans and the Titans. And the Colts are making strides, but they're not they're not there yet. Uh, Cam, who you got for the AFC? South. Muted? 
Very much muted. He's going on. There he goes. In the other in the other room, I was feeding my dog while Tucker was talking, and I could not believe the take that he took because he literally took the words out of my mouth. Let's go. We're back. The connection. I mean, the new connection. I mean, listen. Whoa. He said everything I was going to say. And all that's, um, look, this Colts team is fighting for a shot, right? And they're in the worst division in football. NFC East is very probably close. Shout out Giants. But listen, Philip Rivers, this dude, he has been a stud. And by stud, I mean a male dog that just has children <laughs> for money. Like that, that's the kind of stud I'm talking about. Like he has so many children. And he has been through so much, and he made one AFC championship, and the Patriots destroyed him. Yeah. And I think it's time that he comes back to the playoffs, and and maybe I mean I'm not going to make any predictions after that. But listen, I think this is the time for him to shine. Um, he's got a good core, bro. Quentin Nelson is the best offensive lineman I've ever seen since Joe Thomas, since Jason Peters, maybe. Um, I don't know any of those. He people. is a menace and, and he's a real nice guy. And I'd love to meet him. He but, does not swear on the field. Anyway, I think the Colts. I think the Colts got this, man. I think they got they got Jonathan Taylor. They got um, uh, Marlon Mack, and they got Hines. They have three running backs that can make it happen. They got Philip Rivers that can toss to somebody like T. Y. Hilton who in my opinion, is better than Keenan Allen, which is another take on its own. But listen, you're in a fan zone that people actually like you, where as in you're in L.A. Chargers territory where you don't have any fans and nobody really cares about you because you were in San Diego the year before and they have you over. So I think this is the year for the Colts not to win. They're not going to win. But I think Philip Rivers deserves a, a... a fighting chance at it, and I think he's he's going to win the division. Um, Cam brought up another good point: is that Philip Rivers is fighting for more than anything. Every week means more to him because every week he wins means one last week he has to spend with all nine of his children. Because <laughs> that sounds like hell. And if I mean you're in the playoffs, you're going. I mean you're fighting for a playoff spot. Some guy is about to go on vacation to Miami. He's all set with not winning a game because he gets to start his vacation one week sooner. Philip Rivers has to go home and raise nine kids when he's not playing football. Dear God. All right. AFC West. Chiefs. That's the take. Chiefs. I mean, best team in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, that's the take. I mean, does anyone let's, – let's just start with this. Does anyone disagree with that? No. All right, we're all in agreement. All right, that's an easy one. <laughs> so let's do AFC wild card. Uh, three teams. I will pick my three teams. I think the first wild card team is going to be the Bills. I really like the Bills. I, I don't know why I have a soft spot for them. Maybe it's because we've beaten them up so many years and they have such a fun fan base. Um, I think they do really have a good defense. Trey White just made bank. He's a great corner. Uh, they make good corners down there. That's where Steph Gilmore came from. But um, So I got Bills as my first team. Uh, my second team I have is the Colts. I do like the Colts. Uh, I just can't pick them to win a division. I just think Phil Rivers is too old. 
Um, but they, I think they will be good, and it's it, they they very well could win the division. It'll be it'll be close, but they'll make it into the playoffs. And then my last two teams that I would I was juggling uh, were the Broncos and the Browns. I'm going with the Broncos. I like Drew Locke. I've come all the way around on Drew Locke. I've said this on the podcast before. Uh, Jerry, Ju- Jerry Judy is a huge pickup, although they did just lose Von Miller, maybe for the year, uh, just a couple hours ago. So I don't know how that'll play out, but they're good for some wins up there, just just from the elements, from the from the high high elevation. So and Cleveland's Cleveland at the end of the day, they'll they'll blow it somehow, and I don't think Baker's it. So that's my three teams: the Bills, the Colts, and the Broncos in that order. Uh, Tucker. Give me your wild card teams. Yeah, so I'm going to start it off with my obvious one that I missed, which is the Ravens. Um, I think they'll be able to get past their QB issues. <laughs> um, but, no, this is a great team through and through, and I there's no chance this team doesn't make the playoffs in some respect, either through the clinching the division or a wild card. My second team is going to be the Bills. The Bills – actually, you know what? No, taking out the Bills in my playoffs, I'm taking my second team as the Texans. The Texans will be the second team to make it. I think the AFC South has um, – it's all right. I think they can win games against any team in their division. I think the Colts are a better team, but I don't – I think that the Texans can beat them on any given day. And uh, I think that the Bills have too hard of a schedule at the end of the day because the AFC East is playing the NFC West. I just don't. Very true. I don't see two teams making out of the AFC East this year. Very true. I think it's. I think point. the winner of the AFC East will be nine and seven or ten and six. That's an excellent point. And then the third team I have is I'm fighting right now with two. I'm fighting between the te- Titans and the Broncos. But I gotta stick with the Broncos. I think they had a great offseason. They picked up um, Melvin Gordon. Drew Locke's looking solid. They picked up Jerry Judy. They they look solid. They have a good receiving core. I drafted almost their entire team in fantasy because I'm a psychopath. But I mean the Vaughn Miller's gonna be a big hit to their defense, but I think where they're gonna improve a lot this year is their offense. Their offense has been weak for four or five years now, and this is gonna be the boost they need. All right, Dylan. I am going to go kind of off tray. I'm going to say you said the Patriots were going to win. I said the Bills were going to win yeah. the East. So I'm going to say the Patriots get in on a wild card. And I will also say that the Colts make it in on a wild card. And I'm going to do a, a wild card for a wild card. I'm going to say the Steelers. Wow. Ooh, With Big Ben coming back. Not a lot of love for the Steelers on this pod. We never talk Steelers. No. But uh, no everybody sleeps on the Steelers. Yeah. All right. Like that pick. Like that pick. A little outside the box. So, Cam, so you got to fit about eight teams in here. So, uh, good luck. No. So, the AFC is actually pretty simple. Um, it's, it's kind of the same that I've already chosen. It's going to be Chiefs number one. Um, number one. Ravens number two, Colts number three, Dolphins number four, and then here's my wild card. Uh, the Broncos are going to get in at number five. You know how much I love Drew Locke. I've been talking about for a while. Um, definitely want to fit him in there. I mean, he went three and one in his last three, four starts. Um, he had more passing yards than John Elway, which broke the record in his first four starts. Only lost to the Chiefs, who obviously won the Super Bowl. They're going to get in the five seed. Six is going to be the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is still going to be a menace. He's not going to be the rushing champion. Uh, Cam Akers is. 
but <laughs> I think Derrick Henry's still gonna put a thousand yards. I don't hate that. And he's gonna lead that team in ten. No, I, I love him. Um, and then seven's gonna be the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow's the truth. Um, he's gonna sneak his playoffs at ninety seven. And he's gonna he's gonna make it happen. The Browns can't do it, man. They can't. And I think Ben Roth is too old. Juju Smith Schuster is not good. I'm telling you right now, you if you drafted him on your fantasy team as a wide receiver number one or two, you lost because he's not gonna be good this year. He wasn't good last year. Don't do it. So number seven is the Bengals. I think they're gonna get second in the AFC North. Um and the Steelers will be close behind. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, I love the guy, but I think he's a little bit too old, and, and he's probably gonna he's probably gonna retire after next year or the next. So I got Bengals at seven. So I was wondering if you're gonna fit the Titans in there. Uh, not a lot of love for Tannehill. I think he falls off big time. Also, I did spend a high draft pick on Juju last year, so that was a big mistake. All right, let's move to the NFC. NFC East, Cam's home division. Um, this one for me. It's the Cowboys. I'm hearing a lot of good things about the Cowboys. I listened to an interview today with an NFL insider, and that, that he thinks the boys are going to the bowl. That's what he said. Uh, they added some talent on offense. They kept Amari Cooper. Uh, they still have Dak, who's about to get paid because of the contracts from uh, Mahomes and Watson. Um, they still have Zeke. Their offensive line isn't what it was, but I think they're okay. Um, they still have LVE in the linebacking core. I just think with a new coach who who knows how to utilize Dak a little better, they were they were the Cowboys were number one on er, like early down running attempts last year, um, which I understand when you guys guys like Zeke, but I think they're going to be able to uh, make some changes in that offense that's going to make them better. And Dylan likes this stack. We've talked about it a couple times. They were like they they had a tough record in one score games last year. They couldn't get it done in one score games. All so. they had to do there was like four or five games where they lost by. Two, three points. If they won one of those, they were in the playoffs. So I think that's corrected this year. The Giants, that's, that's the definition of the Giants and the Chargers every year. Yeah, the especially the Chargers, the Chargers. If you look back on their rest. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So <laughs> I have the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys win that division. Uh, Eagles will be all right, but I got the Cowboys winning that division. Uh, Tucker. See, what you just said hurt me because I heard Warren Sh- – I'm guessing you were talking yeah, about Warren, Warren Sharp. Sharp. Yeah, And I love Warren Sharp. I think he's a genius. And so it hurts me to go against him. But I like the Eagles in this division. I think they're the best team in this division. I think Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. I think the one-score game thing needs to stop being looked at as a luck scenario. It needs to be looked at as more of a clutch gene scenario. Dak doesn't have the clutch gene. He can't perform in those one-score games. When it matters, he doesn't play. Carson Wentz when doesn't play healthy, either. He's can. injured all the time. But when he's on the field, he's when can. if. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was up for an MVP. How many MVPs have Dak Prescott been up to? And then he died. No, but how many MVPs has Dak Prescott? Go ahead. Been up go for? ahead. Make your pick. Okay, that's why I thought. And then last year, sorry, he was working with the worst offense in football. They had to take players from the AAF and put them on his on his team. There was one receiver on his entire team that was drafted into the NFL last year. One. Out of the entire team, one of them went drafted. I mean, that team was laughably bad as a receiving core, and they still made the playoffs over them. 
and they've improved this year. I think Jalen Rieger is going to be fantastic. They got a bunch of they have talent. Miles Sanders is he healthy? Who knows? Is Miles Sanders healthy? I think this team. So one thing about this team, Tucker, is they're already having injury problems. They've already lost a bunch of players to injury. I I know, but um, I I just I trust this team. I mean, I I like the team. I think they're better than the Cow. I, I'm not sure if they're better than the Cowboys, but I I actually love their coach more than I love Mike McCarthy. I think Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott, and I think their defense is better than the Pack than the sorry Cowboys defense. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Trey here on the Cowboys pick. I don't know what Tucker just rambled about. So <laughs> the Cowboys last year. We're like third or fourth in the league in scoring points. Um, it's their defense that faltered, especially late in those games where they ended up losing. Those games. So I'm going to go Cowboys for sure. Uh, Cam, your home division, who you got taking it this year? Yeah, so this is obviously a tough one for me, but I, I truly believe for this year the Giants are going to re- rebuild. Um, I don't think they're going to win many games, six, seven tops. Um, This is the Cowboys' division to lose, and I think they're going to win it. Um, They got rid of the poison, Jason Garrett, and they sent him to the Giants, which is awesome. Great. I love it. Um, So, no, listen. So, I mean, dude, the Cowboys are destined to win right like how can this team this team is like a fantasy draft that you do user and you just draft like the best weapons possible and then happen to get like a really good offensive line like this is insane like the cowboys cannot if they lose if they win less than 11 games they should be ashamed of themselves. Mike McCarthy is a great head coach, Super Bowl winning head coach. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to win this division, probably like 11 and 5, 12 or 4, but I, I think they have to win it. I actually like Carson Wentz. Um, after his injuries, I think he's going to play a little injury prone. So I think he's going to he's going to cut uh, cut back a little bit. So I don't – I mean, I believe me, the Eagles are still going to be all right. They're probably 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. They're not going to make the playoffs, but I, I think really the, the Cowboys are probably going to win the division. The only way the Cowboys don't is if Dak plays like crap, which he can – I think he can do. I think he's a little overrated, especially for the amount he's asking the contract. And I do think the X factor is Mike McCarthy. But let's move has, on to the – has the ability to play like crap, yes. Yes. Let's move on to the right. NFC North. Um as much as I hate to say it, Packers, uh, I got Packers. I think the, the window is closing for Aaron Rodgers. You can see that by their draft pick of Jordan Love. They didn't really give him much help, but I still think he's good enough to carry this team to a, a lower seed but still win the division, um, especially with the teams they're going up against. I mean, you guys know how much I hate the Vikings. I think the Vikings are due for a big step back year with Kirk Cousins. No Stephon Diggs. Um, so no DBs, no DBs. I mean, I think the Vikings are, and their and their their stadium was built specially to make it louder, and with no fans, I think that's going to be a big problem for them. Um, so I'm going Packers win this division. Uh, it it might not be super like they might not win a lot. I think like win win this division going away, but I do think they'll win this division. Uh, Dylan, you want to go now? Yeah, I'm going to do the same exact thing that you said. Packers win the division easy. All right, Tucker. Yeah, I got to go against the grain here. Um, 
So I'm going to go with Trey's comeback player of the year. And say that it. the Bears are winning this division. They I got, love it. They got one of, if not the best defenses in football. Love it. They got Khalil Mack leading that defense. They got Matt Nagy. He might, I think he'll actually figure it out this year. Love it. I think that last year they had a lot of problems with Matt Nagy trying to figure out the offense. He tried to get too complicated with it. Tried, in my mind, tried to be like a Sean McVay type, and he just didn't have it in him. He tried to go too fancy. He didn't trust his quarterback. I think if that team starts good, I think they'll stay hot. Because if they trust Mitch, I think that team does very well. Love it all and around. And so I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears. Bears. The Bears. Cam, who you got winning the NFC North? So, Trey, I'm going to go with you, man. Um, not only did I draft Aaron Rodgers in my fantasy draft, which I got him very early. So I, I don't know if people are just skeptical skeptical upon him. Um, I've, said, I've said it before. He's not. Like, Aaron Rodgers is not done. And I know they just drafted, um, was it Love. Jordan Lynch? Love. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love from Utah State. I think this is going to be a bigger motivator for Aaron than anything. At the end of the day, I think he's going to end up like a Tom Brady type. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have the wins. He doesn't have the connection that everyone feels with Tom Brady with the Patriots. But he's going to feel the pressure. And, and I think Aaron Rodgers, if anything, he's, he's very good under pressure. So I think this is going to be a big year for him. He's going to lay it all on the line. Whether it's his last year or second to last year or not, I think he's going to make it happen. I think the, the Packers go 12-4 and four and win the division. All right. Uh, so one outlier, Tucker, loves to be the outlier. Um, okay, let's go NFC South. Uh, this is a two-team division, in my opinion, between the Saints and the Bucks. I'm going the Saints. Drew Brees getting close to the end. Uh, they've been good for so long. I actually like them to make a deep playoff run. Um, I, I'm a big Saints fan. Uh, Sean Payton and uh, he, he, he and Belichick are like brothers in arms. They both hate the commissioner, which I love. Um, so I'm going Saints win this division in a closer divisional matchup. Um, I've come around on the Bucks a little bit. Um, on their uh, their skill, so I'm going Saints. Though I'm sticking with the Saints. Tucker, NFC South. This one hurts me. Let me tell you, as the resident <laughs> Tom Brady hater of the podcast, it hurts me to say this, but that team's too good. And I think people talk a lot of miss on the defense, say the defense was the problem last year. The defense gave up a lot of points last year, but let me say this. The defense had a lot of problems due to turnovers. They, the had, the, wait, they, had, the, they had the best rushing defense in yeah, the league, Yeah, and but. they had about 45 to 50 turnovers last season. Maybe more. I don't know. I'm just talking about Jameis Winston caused turnovers. I think that number probably goes down to 15 total, like uh, off quarterback caused turnovers with Tom Brady at the helm. I just, I, this team's too good. I mean, they have so many weapons on offense. I think you're going to see a sharp improvement in the defensive play. I think they have enough talent here that they will win the division, unfortunately. So here's my thing. They are too good. They're getting the dream team moniker. 
Every time that happens, the team underperforms. I still think they need one year to gel with Brady. Brady is notorious for needing his circle of trust with receivers. I think it'll come along easier with guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Gronk, who he knows. But I think they still need a year. I still think I think next year they will probably be my pick. But uh, tune in a year from now for Wasted Takes episode 400. But um, I, I got to stick with um, I got to stick with Saints. But uh, Dill, who do you got winning this division? I'm, I'm same thing as you. I'm going Saints on this one. I think that's a sure bet. I think the uh, Panthers are going to take a back seat this year, mm. and the Bucks are the second best team, but they still have to gel. So going Saints on this. One. Falcons will never win again after 28 to three. That's my guarantee, personal guarantee. Um, Cam, who you got winning this tightly contested division? I made this prediction. I did have the Falcons in in the uh, in the running. I think I had them at like ten and six, nine and seven. Um, it's and I'm with Tucker here, man. I I cannot see the Bucks losing this division, um, and it it kills me to say because I don't think the Saints are even going to make the playoffs wow. at this point. Wow. So, and I love, I love Drew Brees more than the next guy, but if you look at his season history, he's up and down, man. He's had, he's had his four and 12 seasons. He's had his six and whatever seasons. Like, he's up and down. And, and back in the day. Not recently. It's, it's, I don't know. It's tough because I, I chose I chose Breeze to make it last year, and he lost in the first round. And I, I I just can't bring myself to to trust him again this season. Even though I would not be mad if he if he made it, I just think the Bucks are too good, and the Saints just just won't make it happen this year. Their defense isn't good enough. Um. So next next division, uh, NFC. West, probably the best division in football all around. Uh, you've got four teams who could feasibly make a run. I am actually going to go dark horse here. Uh, Super Bowl hangover is going to be weird, real for the Niners. Uh, Jimmy's starting to take some heat for his passing ability, which I think might affect him. Um, so um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks win this division this year. They're kind of selling out win win now mode. They just picked up Jamal. They sold they mortgage the future for Jamal. Uh, that'll make the secondary a little better. Um, they still got a solid linebacker core, even with the with the departure of Jadeveon. Um, so and Russell Wilson's the second best quarterback in the league. So I'm going Seahawks win this division in a tight battle. Um, that's that's my pick for NFC West. Tucker or, or Dylan, I, you I, agree? I, yeah, I just I keep following suit with Trey. It just makes too much sense. Seahawks um, win this division, and again, I think you're spot on on the uh, 49ers having a dud of a season after last year. Thanks, buddy. Jimmy G. I, 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 th- I mean, maybe he'll prove prove me wrong, prove us wrong, and uh, put up another stellar season. But I think the Seahawks are still too consistently good. So I'm going to see I've, I've always been a big Jimmy G supporter, and I'm starting to wane on him a little bit. I don't think he's as good as I thought he was uh, when he was uh, let go by the Patriots. Uh, but he still does have a good record in the regular season. He doesn't lose a lot of games, so you never know. Tucker? Trey, let me tell you that we've only agreed on two teams out of the eight in this whole thing, and it's not changing here. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the 49ers. I think they're an incredible team. I don't think they've really lost anything. I think they have all the talent of that Super Bowl team still there. 
And they were not an old team, really. They were a pretty young team overall. So I don't really see a huge step back year for them at all. I think, if anything, they're going to be gelling more. Because, I mean, that team was kind of... I mean, a lot of those guys haven't played together for that long. Because this is a team that was very much rebuilt from just two or three years ago. This team was a bottom-tier team. They've moved all the way up. I don't see them regressing now. Uh, Cam, are you there? We're having some connection issues. All right, we'll get Cam. We'll get Cam. Uh, so we'll do our, our wildcard picks, and then we'll get Cam's NFC uh, West and wildcard. So my wildcard teams are going to be the Bucks get the first seed. Uh, I've said 8-8, eight 8-8, and 8-8 eight, eight and eight, eight and eight for the Bucks for so long. I'm starting to come around from what I've seen from Brady and Gronk. I think they they do win 10 games this year. Uh, they're going to be a good team. They'll make a push in the playoffs. They might upset some teams. Um, so I'm going Bucks. For the first wild card seed, uh, my second wild card team will be the Niners. Uh, Tucker's right; they still are very talented. They, uh, they, they, the Super Bowl hangover I think will affect them somewhat, but I still do think they're still good enough to win. I think Jimmy G is good enough to win you some games. And then um, my last team is the Dark Horse. Let's go Bears! I mean, I think the Bears turn around this year. Um, I think Mitchell Trubisky could be a good quarterback in this league. Not elite, but good. Um, they, I love their defense, and uh, I think that's that's going to be the sleeper team this year in all of the NFL that kind of makes makes a push uh, at the end of it. So uh, I'm going Bears for the last wild card spot. So my three are the Bucks, the Niners, and the Bears. Dill? I'm going to follow suit with two. I'm going to say um, the Bucks slide in there. They're just uh, looking too good. Um, 49ers as well, looking hot. I'm going to go with a crazy pick here. Let's go. I'm going to go the... No, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go Eagles. I think, like Tucker's saying, uh, Wentz is... He's good. As long as he stays on the field, they will be a playoff team. I appreciate the love, Dill, um, on the Eagles pick. But I'm honestly around the same path as you guys. I mean, I think even though we disagreed on it, I think we all agree on who the top two are in each division. Yeah. And so with my number one, I have – oop, I got Cam calling in. I got him. I got him. All right, finish up, Doc. Um. Yeah, so my number one, I probably have the Seahawks coming in. The Seahawks, I think, are the best team to not make the playoffs divisionally. I mean, the NFC West is so good. They're playing the AFC East this year, which is going to be a weak division. I think both these teams go 4-0 against the AFC East. So I think that's easy for them to make the division. Um, my number two has probably got to be the Packers. Um, I didn't have the Packers making it, but they're still a great team. Uh, I just don't see any world in which they don't make the playoffs this year. I mean, they've been solid. I don't really – oh, no, I put myself in a sticky situation, though. <laughs> but um, I just realized, you know what? Packers don't make the playoffs. Oh, my God. Back. Packers are out of the playoffs completely. <laughs> you said this in your last pick, too. Rodgers is done. Yeah, um, the sixth seed goes to the Saints. I forgot about the Saints when I was doing this. Forgot I didn't pick them to win the division. Obviously, they're going to make the playoffs in my mind. Um, I just think this team's too talented. Their offense is too – I mean, they added Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. To one of the best offenses in football. Dear God, that's not fair. And then 
at the number seven, I have to go with, sorry, I'm looking, the Cowboys. After healing, honestly, Trey telling me that Warren Sharp thinks they can make it to the bowl makes me think <laughs> that they can go to the bowl. And so I got to pick them here. Um, I wasn't going to have them in my playoff prediction, but you can't go against Warren. All right, Cam, uh, give us your, your cutout for NFC West. So give us NFC West and uh, Wildcard team. You say NFC West? Yeah. And Wildcard. Yeah, so, I mean, you guys have heard me in the past. Um, every NFC West team is making the playoffs this year. So, it's going to be the Seahawks winning. And I really, I, I had the 49ers earlier. I really just, like, thought about this in my mind. And, and Russell Wilson is just that much better than Jimmy. And he can lead a team better. And the 12th man and the, and the Jamal Adams running is... is What's that? The twelfth man will not be there because of COVID. Yeah, but it's there in spirit. SOD was always there. That's facts. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I mean, listen, the, the Seahawks—they they, they got it going this year. I'm telling you, they can avoid injuries. They're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. Um, so it's going to be the Seahawks in the NFC West. And then wild card wise, it's going to go 49ers, Cardinals, Rams, all of them in the playoffs. That's unbelievable. That's what I was going to say when I said something crazy and then I played it safe. I don't hate that, Cam. I was this close to saying that. Cam Harkin. I've said it in the past, man. I'm not going back on it. It's an old race to take from Cam. All right. Cam, they all have to play the Dolphins. Are you not nervous about that? Yeah. That was the other reason why I was thinking. I'm not nervous about anything I've said. All right. So last pick of the night. I just want to get your two picks from you. I want to get your MVP for the season, and I want to get your Super Bowl matchup and winner. All right. So for me, MVP will be Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Big bounce back year. No injuries. Playing for the white factor might be a problem, but I just think he's too good. I think he, he proves proves that he is the best player in the NFL once again. And uh, obviously the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, and they will face off against the Saints. The Chiefs will win the Super Bowl again the and Saints? start. Yep, Chiefs and Saints in the Super Bowl, oh, AFC, yeah, sorry, NFC. Sorry. And um, the Chiefs will prove once again that they are the, a, budge, uh, a bludgeoning, a, 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 a blooming dynasty about to begin so that's my picks for the end of the year tucker mvp super bowl matchup and winner i like to switch it up but it's really hard to go against patrick mahomes um the only person i may say could be up there i could see christian mccaffrey making a run for it this year um i think christian mccaffrey is gonna get a lot of touches in the new offense i think getting teddy bridgewater might open up maybe even the option and then adding the option to him being as a runner and as a passer, I mean, that's crazy. Because last year he had all that while the other team knew that whoever was playing quarterback, be it Kyle Allen or whoever else was playing at that on that given day, was the quarterback. And he still ran for all those yards. I think it says a lot. And if you get a guy that's actually decent in the pocket, it opens up the run game a lot more. So if he could have an even better year than last year, I don't see how you can take an MVP away from him. 
Um, but as for my AFC and NFC picks, AFC is very tough for me. Um, actually, it's I, I want to say the Chiefs just because they're the best team in the NFL. And I'm going to, but I really wanted someone else not to. <laughs> I, was, I, was, nothing. I was thinking about something. I'm like, come on, get something in your head. But there's nothing that can really turn me against it. And even worse, I have the 49ers from the NFC. Wow. So I have a repeat Super Bowl going on this year. I think those are still the two best teams in the NFL. But my only change is I have the 49ers winning this year. I think the 49ers are a fantastic defense. They need a little work on offense. I think another year could be very beneficial to them. Kyle Shanahan having the offense for another year, I think he can improve more as a coach than Andy Reid can at this point. And so I'm really hoping that – so I'm seeing a 49ers Super Bowl this year. All right, Dell. That's crazy. I'm going to go – um, Chiefs and Seahawks. Seahawks taking the crown back to the NFC, and Russell Wilson is MVP. All right. Um, wow. So we've lost Cam. He will not answer my calls. So we'll have to get his picks next week. Quickly, movie 42. Um, Tucker, your movie. Dylan, I didn't watch it. Dylan, did you watch it? I did not. I've seen it a bunch of times. Disgusting. Okay. So Tucker, that tra- oh, wait, wait, we got Cam. Cam, MVP, Super Bowl picks, and winner. Sorry, guys. My phone is not doing well today. But um, listen, here it is. And it's, it's going to be rough for a lot of people, and it's going to be a lot of change. Um, I've, I've thought long and hard about this, but this is how it's got to happen. Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, so, like, not a big surprise. Um, they're going to beat the Buccaneers. Wow. <laughs> so I think, I think, I think Tom Brady is going to match off once again with Patrick Mahomes. And by, by beating Tom Brady – He's going to prove himself like, listen, I'm the new guy in town, back off. And Tom Brady's going to finish out his contract, and next year he's not going to do as well probably in the NA season. Um, so I got Patty Mahomes, Super Bowl. Do you want MVP for the Super Bowl season. or MVP for the year? Season. Yeah. Either either way, it's Patty. Pat yeah. Mahomes. All right. Um, so we were, going, we were getting into movies. What? We were getting into movie what cam. Else did you need? Nothing. You got it. You got it. We're getting okay. into movie. Um, okay. Okay. You watched Forty Two, right? Yeah. Quickly, quickly review and score. I mean, the only review I have is that I was in this. All right, I was in. I was in the Jackie Robinson play as a fifth grader. Me too. Okay? Yeah. I was there. I wanted. I wanted the role as Pee Wee Reese, and I didn't get it. And that's fine. I cried a little bit. That's okay. And I still went through it. And I love that. I love the. I love the play. I love the movie. Um, Who got Pee-ree, Jackie Pee-ree Robinson? Will forever be like, What's that? Who got Jackie Robinson? Ian Cater, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I score. Tyler May got it. I understand Tyler May was Jackie Robinson. I just, we didn't have any black kids, so sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. Score. Anyway, uh, anyway, I like, I like the movie, um, Pee-wee Race, (laughs) Pee-wee Race, Pee-wee Reese will forever be my favorite character of all time. 
Um, I think, honestly, my ways to take this week was going to be that a black man from the Dodgers hit a walk-off against the Yankees to win. But I can't do that against my boys. So um, I like the movie. I think it's going to be a, a 7-4 in my book. Tucker? I love this movie. I think Pee Wee Reese had a great lot. I mean, this had just iconic lines in it. Like Pee Wee Reese when he had his arm around Jackie in Pee Wee's hometown. And he says, next time we'll all wear 42 so that no one will be able to tell which one's you. Iconic line. There's a lot like there's a lot of like lines. I don't know. This movie's always been super big for me. I loved Jackie Robinson growing up. Like I try any sport that I played, I wanted the number forty-two. Like that, he was a. I tried to be Jackie Robinson for Halloween one year. My, I wanted to be. Like, I like legitimately thought like I was six years old. I was like, can I paint my face brown? And oh, my parents boy. were like, don't do that. Canceled. Tucker's canceled. But I didn't do it. But um, my parents were like, like my parents had to tell me no because I was like, no, but I won't be Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Problematic, I understand. That's, that's where I see a problem. Like, with little kids saying, like, I want... No, I'm not going to get into this. No, actually. do not get into Talk, it. Are you in the play? I was. And, you know, I was just a huge Jackie Robinson. I, I wanted to be 42. I just... I don't know. So, um, this movie has a special place in my heart. And being at Chadwick Boseman, it hit, hit extra hard this time. But, honestly, this is one of my favorite movies. I'm going to give it an 8-8. That's wow. pretty high for me. That is high. Um, I highly recommend even the two of you that didn't watch it. I will watch please it. Please watch it. Yeah, it's an incredible seen, movie. I've not seen it. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's an incredible movie. I'll it's watch honestly, a very good movie. Oh, like like I said last week when you picked it, that it's it's such a movie where they get the baseball right, and that's yeah. For that me, was such a nice for, thing about at it. At least for me, that's very exciting, especially when. Uh, like Jackie, like he, whether he played good or played bad, he like spoke about in the movie, like like what he did bad or like mm-hmm. what he did good, and um, and Garden how, Hoser, and and um, and the the filming of it was great. Chadwick Boseman was fantastic. Harrison Ford was also yeah. Fantastic. I was gonna say Harrison Ford played an unbelievable role. Um, Branch Rickey. Um, yeah, in terms of a score, I'm going to probably give this one an 8-5. It's definitely a great movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. I will watch it. All right, Dale, your movie, quickly. Um, my movie, I didn't think. Uh, God dang it. Uh, movie. Pick a movie. First one popped into my head. Oh, all right. Old school. Ghostbusters. Oh. <laughs> great movie. Oh, I thought we got an old. I was yeah. kind of more excited for old school. Old school. Old school. Is that a movie? Yeah. I've never seen it. Okay, we're going old yes. school. It's not your pick. <laughs> What's it about? No, no, no. Go, go, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I don't know. Ghostbusters. Go, Ghostbusters. I was thinking School of Rock for some reason when I thought of old school. No, it's, I think it's, I think it's, a, it's, it's with, uh, what's that old comedian? Uh, I can't get no respect. Rodney Dangerfield. I think that's it. I have um, no idea what you're talking about. He goes about. back to school. Who is it? Um, okay, we're doing Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, great film. Who are you going to call? All right, Diesel episode for NFL football's back. We're excited. I'm, we're I'm excited. very excited. I'm very excited. It's actually crazy. It starts in two days. I woke hey. up on like Monday and was like, wait, football starts this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trey, you were super wrong. That's a Luke Wilson movie. I gave it to old school. <laughs> oh, whoops. I got an update last week on football, by the way. Yeah, what? no, I forgot. Okay. Oh, Will yeah. Ferrell, Vince oh, I remember. Luke Wilson. Oh, Will Ferrell. That's the one with Will Ferrell's Let's Go Streaking. That's what yeah. that is. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 
All right, uh, that's episode you guys, 37. You guys want to, do you guys want to hang out after this and like talk a little bit? Or? I got work early tomorrow. I and a job interview. Cross your fingers. What do you? Hey, uh, oh, job for what? Plug it in. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't have it yet. Um, all right, so that's episode 37. Uh, we will get back on the socials now that football started. I'll, I'll get on that, and you guys can get on it too. You guys all have a pass. I'll, I'll promise at least one tweet a week out of I'm me. always uh, logged in. All right, that's um, pretty big. That's huge. All right, uh, thanks for getting wasted with us, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Should let Cam do the outro too. Wait, Cam, do the outro real quick. Hey guys, uh, I'll see you next week. I'm Cam. <laughs> good one. Sounds good. Ready, break. <laughs> You can just keep trying if you want. <laughs>